Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Grown Manage Podcast is back. I'm running a break. Gary, throw the alley to my brother. So with, the, with the two-hand flush, both are fresh in the building. How's hey. everybody doing out there, bro? How you doing? Hey, man, we was just talking about this offline, brother. It's, it's, it's rough times, man. Let me ask you a question, though. I said I threw you the alley-oop, man. Like, how, would you like do it like a beige dunk and like Toby Bailey and I touch the rim? Is that how y'all get down? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know, you, you just stuff the ball in the hole and then run and run back. You don't want to put your hands on the rim, man. How would you – if you had an opportunity to dunk a basketball, man, how would you – would you swing on the rim? Oh, oh y'all supposed to I'm, I'm would, you going... yell, would you yell a beige scream? Like, ah! Hey, man, I'm, I'm going full Steve Francis when he throw down a two hand and just swing on the rim. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hitting him with. Man, I ain't Steve. I ain't seen Steve Francis since he got choked out by Stephen Jackson. You remember that? Oh, just, oh yeah, I remember that in the damn club. Hey man, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching some Stevie franchise highlights just the other day, man. I was, we was talking in a group chat about different basketball stuff. It got me just watching various various players. Like just like highlight reels and stuff, man. That 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 brother was a problem. Yeah, man. <laughs> he was it's a problem just, in the league, man. It's crazy. Like he just was good, 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 and it just fell off. Yeah. And it's just like, man, this is it's just amazing to see, especially with guards. Because big man, it comes kind of like, and this isn't a we ain't getting into sports like that, but this to make a point. It's like yeah. this be gradual, but guards, boy, be like, oh, great one year. It's drastic. Drastic, man. Even like Allen Iverson, it was just like, yo. You know this, you know, up great, great, and then the fall off is quick, man. Yeah, or them cats, or the other cats that had the injuries that that yeah. like stun them, man. I, I keep, I, I know I had a conversation. I forgot who it was on Twitter. We were just having an open conversation and whatnot about Brandon Roy. I mean, God damn, man! Oh, I just think yeah. people people forget how much of how cold he was, oh, man. It's, 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 he was super cold, man. This is crazy. Yeah. The injuries, man. And, you know, bone, bone on bone, man. You know, you can hardly. Oh, yeah. You got to make that choice. Do you want to be able to walk and hold your kids, or be able exactly. to exactly? So he's coaching high school ball now. They're really good, man. You know, he yeah. also got shot a couple years ago, man. He was like with his family. And he got shot. So now that uh, I didn't know. Yeah, shout out there. He got he got shot. So he's good, but yeah, he got shot, man. But uh. But yeah, back to it, man. I, I'm 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 dealing, brother. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I was supposed to go somewhere this morning, man. I woke up with a migraine after seeing everything on the timeline, and then this whole week. And then I was telling Bowtie offline. You know, my lady, she bought me an early Father's Day gift. You know, I've been eyeing some AirPods, but you know, I don't really buy anything for myself anymore because it's all about my family. Mm-hmm. So she bought me some AirPods. So now, guess how many times I've lost, almost lost them in less than a week. I'm gonna say at least at least three. Well, twice. So yesterday I was I was I was you know I was you know yesterday I was somewhere uh, getting a medical procedure done, and I was like, and the case fell out, and I thought I you know I thought I left them at home. Like that looked like just like mine. I had to call home. They're like, no, they're not there. Those are probably yours. All right, cool. I leave. I leave. I leave the. I leave the. I leave the hospital. You know. You know. And I'm going to my car. And the damn and, and then my right AirPod comes out, almost falls down the drain on the street. So I had to move my car to get up under the car to grab the AirPod. Oh, nigga, not nigga, not going to the damn sewers with Master Splinter. Oh no, they don't went Goodness. to the, they don't went to the split. They, hey, I know, right? They that's Takashi <laughs> Six Nine down there too. If I saw them, if I if they went down, so I saved them, man. So that's twice, brother. So then man, I was you like, talk, oh. you talk negative about Takashi Six Nine. You gonna have problems with academics? He gonna come oh, for you. Academics and the FBI. <laughs> and then and lastly, I was like, bet. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, I didn't got these damn AirPods. I want to pie with them. I want I want to look hip. I want to look like hip and everything else. I get on there with bow tie. 
the left AirPod is charged 15% and the right one is charged 37%. I'm like, how the hell are they both not charged? Damn, at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, we shall see hopefully next episode, man. You did, we'll, we'll be able to have it with the, with the, with the AirPods. I've been wanting to look cool for a while. So, hey, man. So, what's been going on with you, bro? Oh, before we start, shout out to class of 2020, man. Hey, man. Uh, didn't, didn't your son graduate? Yeah, going into yeah. going into middle school, man. Yeah, going man. Shout out, shout out to the class of twenty twenty, man. I know it's been rough. They didn't have the traditional pomp and circumstance, man. But congratulations to all the graduates of the class of twenty twenty. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And, and no matter no matter where you're coming from, if it's you know high school, college, you know elementary school, those those that have gone back to school to get you know a high school diploma, whatever it is, man. Yeah. All of that took some work, man. So definitely, definitely, shout out to the whole class. Yeah, uh, with me, man, brother, I, I've I pretty much been in the same boat, man. Um, this this week has taken a toll with all the stuff that's going on in, in the world and, and, you know, the political sides of things. Um, some of the line of work that I'm in is involved in some of the community service. I'm seeing people struggle, man, like not just, you know, you know, people having concerns about their health and things like that, but like financially, man, like the the impact of this uh, i've been blessed enough where I, I haven't been really impacted you know financially or health-wise or anything like that but there are individuals that i know individuals that that i work with and try to help out um just seeing the impact that somebody it has had on them um that's been on me you know weighing weighing on my weighing on me heavily like you know what can i do what more can i do you know, I, I try to be active i i try to let my actions speak as just as loud as my words as far as giving back and, and that sort of stuff but it's, it has been weighing on me, man, weighing on, weighing on my heart heavy. Um, and then outside of that, uh, everyone who knows, you know, Bowtie Fresh and who listens to this podcast, I talk about my boys and their sports and, you know, how active they are and that sort of thing. Um, and I've, I got a couple of – one of my, my youngest son, his football um, league and, and organization, they discontinued um, all – yeah, they discontinued all gameplay until further notice or, you know, anything. Um that is his football, but now but my youngest son also plays soccer, um, and they have pretty much starting. They're starting back up next week, which is which is the same for my oldest son's football. They're starting back up next week, um, so I had to have difficult conversations, a little bit of difficult conversations with my son. They completely understand. They really want to play. Yeah. Um, they really they really um, are ready to get back out on the field and and do what they do really well. Um, but I had to have that conversation with them that right now is just not the time. I, I, as a, as their father, I'm uncomfortable uh, putting them in in some of those situations that they would have to be in. Um, and then also as their father and being a healthcare provider, I really am uncomfortable because I'm seeing certain things firsthand. Um, so we had to have that conversation, but it was harder. Um, I had to have that same conversation with the two leagues that I'm affiliated with because I coach. Um, so I had to talk to my coaching staff and talk to that league um, about me and my sons uh, and my nephew uh, not participating um, in this summer session and, and hoping to be able to participate, be in a better place to participate in the fall. Um, it was twofold. Um, you know, they, they, they were hurting. You know, they were sad to, that we're not going to be participating. Um, but at the same time, um, I was told from the organization leads that um, a lot of um, players and, and families are not participating. So they're actually concerned with um, 
having if they're enough. going to be able, having enough and if they're going to be able to sustain. Um, I had a conversation with a couple couple of players um, that are close to me outside of my son and nephew, um, and they were really hurting and heartbroken because it's two of these young men, very good young men, um, just unfortunate situations with their family dynamic. Um, and uh, one of them in particular kind of like really grew close to me and we kind of, you know, developed a really close relationship because his father is not present. Um, his mother struggles for him and his, and his two other siblings. Um, so, I mean, I, I've, I've bought this kid, you know, cleats and pads and that sort of stuff. I try to, you know, guide him as far as like school, make sure that, try to make sure that my son aligns with him um, academically if he needs help. So, I mean, we've kind of like really developed a good relationship with this young man and um, he was kind of heartbroken that that we're not participating. But the good um, thing is, uh, you can still like have that relationship, though. You're absolutely, yeah, that's, so and that's, that's, that's the that's the best. And that's what I and there you go. And that's exactly what I told him. I, I said just because I'm not going to be on the field with you um, doesn't mean that that it goes away. I said I haven't seen you since since late January. Um, I said, but you and I still talk, and you still talk to to my son, and so none of that goes away. Um, I just want to, I just want to be with you on the field. So. Um, he was he was upset a little bit, but I, again, he, he's eleven. He understood that um, it doesn't mean that we're going away. So again, I'm not trying to be long winded, but those are you asked me how I've been doing. Those yeah. those are a lot of things that just been on my heart, brother. Oh yeah, so it's, it's a lot, man. This time was just like you know we were just talking about like even like today. Hey, can you hear me? He's like, yes, sir. Okay, sorry, but you know the technology's been tri- Zoom has been tripping. We were doing Zoom before yes. everybody else. Uh, but yeah, it's just like even like the stuff that I was telling you know you guys that I was going through the last week, and I finally thank God I was able to get some great news about that today. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, absolutely, it's, it's, it's been you know it's, it's been it's been touch and go, man. So people, y'all please you know not to get out long winded, but if y'all gonna be out in these streets, at least have a mask on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to have it. You don't want to have that test. I personally had that test. It hurts. You know, it's not like nothing you're going to cry about, but having a swab stuck up your nose and twisted around for 15 seconds, it ain't the business. And yeah. I had a mask on. So you just want to be careful. And, yeah, take, know, take whatever the, precautions doing, you yeah, can. Yeah, during, during these times. And, you know. Mask, gloves, wipe things down you yeah. know, as much as you can. Even even when you have on gloves, you take them off, try to wipe your hands if you can. Either yeah. use wipes or hand sanitizer, whatever. Just do your best. Again, like, Everyone has their own uh, opinion on, on, you know, distancing and opening up and all that type of stuff. And people are going to live their life however they want to. Yeah. Um, just, just be cognizant. I guess from the, from the Grown Manage podcast, we're, we're just asking you guys, be considerate, be cognizant of, of what's going on. Um, and, and if you can, you know, avoid, think of, think of the other person. How about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Think of everybody think, else. Think, 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 of the, think of the other person. Um, because techni- technically, and this is this is the healthcare provider coming out. The mask doesn't protect you. The mask protects the other people. So if we are all at least wearing a mask, yeah. then we're protecting the other people. So this, you know, this put that food for thought. We ain't gonna bel- belabor y'all with a long, long window. But we you know we really want to be able to, you know, give we like to give real insights to our, our lives. So that's what's been going on. Exactly. So the state this is state. this is grown man ish. Yeah, y'all y'all better y'all y'all better believe we got some jokes and randomness about yeah. to hit y'all. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of jokes and randomness, man, I guess we can get to it, man. Your man's been out here wowing in these Twitter streets, man. He's making man, everything. Damn, Trumpito. Been making everything out about him. It's like, uh, exactly. 
Like, you know, you talking about the Twitter is attacking him. First, they're attacking him because he made those false claims about mail-in, you know, mail-in voting, which is odd because he voted mail-in voting plenty of times. And I think his his family has voted mail-in uh, voting plenty of times. And his new, like, uh, press secretary, I think, has voted mail-in like 10 out of 10 or 11 times. So you have so if it's good enough for the people in the White House, why is it good enough for, for uh, you know, typical American citizens? So, exactly. So the, you know, Twitter starting to you know they honestly should have been putting stuff about his discla- his lies a long time ago, and then I guess another thing that just happened this morning, and I'm sure a lot of people, more pretty much everybody, have saw it. Especially by the time this has been you know recorded and sent out to everybody, was about his comments about uh, about what's going on in Minnesota, and about yeah. he did what his what did he say if the when, when the, the looting starts, the shooting starts. Yeah, and and you know for me. Uh, again, I'm I'm looking at him like uh, I always look at him crazy. Number one, but I'm kind of looking at him sideways like, what the what the fuck are you implying? Yeah. The looting starts, the shooting starts. Are you give? Are you, tr- are you subtly or you know low key trying to give the green light to be it's like, hey, green hey, light, are- green yeah. light for for cop, and it's just the cops and the people who want to be cops. Cause we cause we have a serious problem in this country. We'll talk about that with Amy Cooper of a certain demographic of people who believe they're the police who are not the police. Who are mm-hmm. you know want to be armed and be and ready to shoot and kill at will with no with no recourse? But and you know, again, he he's making these claims too. When the when the looting starts, the shooting starts, and then he turns around and says, "I will send in the military if yeah. if needed to get things to get things right." So basically, what you're saying is you're gonna send in the military and give them the green light to shoot whenever they feel is necessary. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I I think for in my opinion, both sides versus opinion. He's even more reckless now than he typically is. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't. I don't really care about him putting out the bullshit of I, I'm demanding an expedited investigation into Floyd's uh, 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 Mr. Floyd's killing and blah 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 blah. Uh, you, you're doing that. For, you're doing that to save face, Trumpito. You just saying that so because you man, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't, tw- he didn't tweet that, bro. That you can tell. You can I tell know. when he when he tweets. It's like the other day when he tweeted out, you know, about and he was sad and his prayers would repeat the hundred thousand people who died of COVID. He didn't tweet that. He is a sociopath, no. narcolic, nar- who was a narcissist. Narcissist. He does not mm-hmm. tweet anything like that. That dude is, is a fucking weirdo and a loser. That's yeah. all he cares about is himself. Even when he that shit happened in Charlottesville, bro, he didn't say it was no damn thugs after they killed somebody by running a damn car into a group of people and were beating up black people with tiki torches and fucking oh and fucking American Eagle shorts. He didn't give a damn. <laughs> he didn't give a damn about that. He just said it was the American good, Eagle shorts. Good people, good people <laughs> on, on both fucking sides. But now when it, there is some people of color, and there's also are there also are white people up in there, you know. In this in this group, I've seen a white man trying to saw off a police camera off a damn saw, off a damn <laughs> off a damn uh, off a wooden pole. Hey man, I saw that. <laughs> so it's just, he's weaponizing said, racism, man. It's sick. I said, where the hell did he get this damn saw from, bro? <laughs> just like just like the homie that's just like the white homie. Well, he, you know, he ain't the homie of mine. You know, white man. He's still trying to. He was uh breaking those windows at uh. And trying to make it seem like it was a black protest. Yeah, man. The fuck, man. This Yeah. And yeah, we didn't yeah, even yeah. get into the we'll talk later about the lady in the wheelchair. And I'm we're not talking about the handicap, but I seen that bitch walk. 
Oh, so. yeah, I've seen her walk, and she had a damn knife. But like yeah, you said, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into her later. Hey, I will say another funny moment, nigga, nigga did, we was joking about it. Did, did, don't forget about Amanda trotting out of damn Target with them damn Reed Oh, lamps. yeah, man. I would have hey, tripped, tripped her and her nine <laughs> season and face ass up out of there, dog. Oh, you know, I remember in school, you'd be walking, somebody walking, they just hit kick you. Kick the back that, of the foot? Kick the back of the foot. That's what would have happened right to her. She would have tumbled her nine season ass right on down there. And, you know, I'd have oh, been like, officer, man. arrest her now. No, but the funny part, you see homie out there recording a music video outside the Target? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny as hell, too. Hey, man, if we going to get that shit, you keep how hard that video would be, I'm like, I kind of want to listen to it now. I'm like, this nigga probably spitting some real shit. <laughs> Be out in the streets for real. <laughs> exactly, man. Hey, hey man, bro, that, nigga, that nigga was with it. Or, or don't forget about the dude that was recording the, the chick in the wheelchair getting getting hit with the with, with the damn uh, iPad or with the iPad. This nigga had a full damn <laughs> touchscreen iPad. I was like, nigga, you ain't got no phone. Like, what the hey, hell you doing? <laughs> some wild shit, man. Hey, man, but there's something. Let's get to the mayo, man. I saw something, man. It just like hurt my heart, right? And, you know, we joke about a lot of stuff. So I'm reading, I'm reading raw story. I like to be able to, just, I'm, I'm constantly reading. So, you know, that's just my thing. So I, I see this brother, John James. He's running for the U.S. Senate in Michigan. He's running for the GOP. Whatever, do your thing. John James told a group of black pastors, it's pointless to point out Trump's racism. And tell me, But he says pointless for that. But he went after Joe Biden when Joe Biden said, you ain't black. Now, the whole Joe Biden thing, I personally, I think it was a bad joke, and Joe Biden don't have that political capital in our community to make that joke, but he went after Joe Biden with this, all all this, and then he says that he agrees with President Trump 200%, and then he says something else that he doesn't agree with Trump on everything. Well, you just said 2,000%, exactly. my bad. So it's just 2, like, you like, coon-ass nigga. Yeah, yeah. I, I need I need uh, the Dr. Umar content account, nigga. <laughs> nigga talking about coons on the timeline again. Yeah, coons yeah. on the timeline. Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah. Get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, man. How, I saw how that. You, how are you going to criticize one man and then support another man for basically making similar comments? Well, these like, are you worse. Mean, I, you know, these are these are worse comments. I mean, sure, it is worse comments. It's like, it's like it's Drake and racism. Comments. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to give that because a lot of times we give our melanin free people the extra mayo, and we've given them extra mayo a few times. People of color, but it doesn't. Oh, yeah. It, does, it doesn't gave, discriminate. We gave, we gave the mayo and the Twizzler to to uh, Floyd Money Mayweather a couple times. Yeah. So yeah, we don't discriminate, goddamn it. Yeah, it, does, wrong, it does. wrong is wrong. wrong bullshit is, is bullshit. Wrong is wrong. But I guess, man, this is uh, you know, and there's something else I want to see, and I kind of want to loop other things together. So just kind of roll with me, Bowtie. Yeah, so did you see uh, David Hollenbeck? We gonna get this bastard a twister. Yeah, I, I read about that. So go, for, those, for, for those who don't know, David is a, a substitute teacher and a wrestling coach in the state of Washington, and he he, he was kneeling down like doing the the thing that happened to George, uh, you know, Floyd. George Floyd. I'm sorry. And he like he was like and he put it out not dead yet in his race baiting because of the media coverage of George George Floyd. So my lady, you know, saying she's one of those people who's always about the action. She's emailing his principal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he shouldn't be in front of our kids, white kids, black kids, any kid. Like yeah. this, the lack of humanity, man. 
for this bastard. So I don't want to give him too much because he was on. I think good. He was on the on the media. I think today or yesterday had his little glasses on and a backpack and his little and his and his little white boy polo shirt on. So I just. You get no love for, for you to attempt to be an educator and, and you know, I'm in, you're in front of kids every day and that sort of stuff. And then you're, you're pretty much mocking something so serious. He gets no love, brother. Nah. He gets no love. Done deal. Yeah. And I'm not even, I'm not even on that old cancel. This can't, no, this, this nah, is beyond, this, need, this is beyond that. Fuck you. You don't, you don't, need, to, you don't, need, you don't need to be in front of kids. You need to be like yeah. in a job by yourself. Yeah, or in at least adults that can they can they can challenge you, so it's just you know it's just I saw that and I was like damn, but Bowtie, go ahead and give his get his bastard the Twizzler man before we. Oh, get man, to- that, that's all he gets. He get he gets the basic bastard Twizzler. Uh-oh. That bad boy that's been around since since the year two thousand, real stale. Yeah, kind of kind of kind of leaves some of them some of them trace little crust would break off. Damn. That's what he get, punk ass. What 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 a tinge of E. coli. Yeah. But now the next uh, sit on the tour is a COVID cough is going to go out to Amy Cooper and other people <laughs> in life who like to call the police on black people for things that, you know, don't need the police to be called on. So, yeah. as you know, call, Amy call the police on black people for just living black. Yeah, for, for being black, right? For, for existing. So yeah. Amy Cooper, you know the story. She called the police on the black man because you know he asked her to put the dog and put the dog on the leash at a bird place in Central Park. Your dog should be on the leash. I know Bowtie is not a dog lover. I I don't like I don't mind. I've, I've, I have dogs. I mean I don't have a dog now, but I've I've had dogs in my life. I like dogs, right? I'm going, so once we move, I'm, I want a dog. This time the only reason we're even having this conversation about Amy Cooper and her losing her job and everything else is because of the damn dog. Because the mm-hmm. people, she wouldn't have lost her damn job calling police on a black man from Franklin Templeton and all that stuff. But when Peter got involved, they got her ass out the paint. Now they're trying to say there could be some mental health issues and everything else. And I don't know, and I'm not going to speak on that. But I do know you can't be calling the damn police on stuff. They weaponized the police so quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that comfortable with the police. For me to call the police, nope. there got to be some shit where like, oh, I'm, number one, I got to be in the right. And I got already, yeah. already got to sit back and have my game plan. Of, All right, this is what happened. This is what happened. Now, if it go left, I'm going to make sure somebody sees me so nothing happens to me. And if it go left to this mm-hmm. point, if I get locked up, I need to make sure my people know they can get me out. You know what I'm saying? That's my feelings about the police. And there's nothing, you know, I'm not anti-police. I'm giving Mike J's personal experience with the police. Yeah. And I I see this, man, even at my job. And there was a there was a black man in the parking lot. We, you know, I work somewhere it's a public parking lot, sitting in his car, talking on the phone. So I I have an employee come up to me. What is he doing? He's sitting in the car. Another colleague, I want to call the police. We call the police. He's freaking me out. I said, well, freaking you out? How? Did he say something to you? No. He said, I don't like him being there. I said, it's a public parking lot. That way of thinking is the way they should get the Twizzler. Even them, mm-hmm. even that white guy in Minnesota, right? Minneapolis. Did you see this? When yeah, the- Tom Austin. Yeah. I was going to bring it up. Tom yeah. Austin. Yeah. So Tom, right? Tom says, you know, the audacity of questioning who you are, where you live, and all this other type of stuff. Who the hell made you the police of anything? Exactly. I mean, you got to show shit, but stay black and die. And, he, right. and, and then there's the quick thing, I'm going to call the police. And then the police don't do anything to the people who, who as a police officer, that, who, bruh, wants that's to exactly their, who wants what to I waste was, their damn time? That is exactly what I was going to say. Like, a lot of these, uh, these incidents need to be forced 
um, punishable. I, I already know that, the, that there are laws against a, a false police report or mis, misuse of uh, misuse of public services. There there are laws in most of our states about that. Now they just need to be enforced. That's what that's what needs to happen. Even because okay, put it like this. Mother, even if it's a ticket, even if it's a finance yeah, ticket, right? That's Say what I'm saying. I'm, Exactly. Give give them a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. No, no, no. It needs to be more than that. Hundred fifty dollars doesn't sway people. You give them, you give them something that a fa- that you call for something like that that you call because mm-hmm. a black man is is in is in is in the building and then working out and you know, yo, that should be like you make, make a hit with a hurt. One hundred fifty dollars. Think about it. That ain't gonna just yeah. you, you put a GoFundMe up and these damn cracker ass people will sit back and we'll make sure time is fine. You give them something that's gonna hit their pockets. You started like five hundred and escalated every time. Yeah. Or, you know, you take away some privileges. Oh, I got to suspend your driver's license for a second. You know, do something like that. Because yeah. I'm not saying that in their, this is like the lady I work with, just because somebody was freaking you out who hasn't talked to you, who's sitting in their car. I watched him. He just had the, he had his window open with his, with the phone outside the window. And you've been yeah, to was, my job. It was right that? where, I mean, it was, it was to the point yeah. of for him to do something, he would have to get out in a full sprint before we can lock the doors. Like yeah. just, I mean, and, and, and that's my thing. I'm like, in, in that situation, I'm like, what, what, what the fuck is freaking you out? Because yeah. this man is sitting in his car talking on the phone, and you don't know who he's talking to. Like, is that what's freaking you out? Like, what, what could possibly be freaking you out? What if that that man could have been sitting in his car eating a sandwich? He's, yeah. he's on his lunch break, but that's freaking you out. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. So this, there is a. Uh... Oh shit! I'm just looking. Sorry, just looking through my text messages. Well, well, well. Both time. <laughs> Applause, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man, smut. <laughs> but yes, but <laughs> but back to it, man. It, you know, you see these, you see these things, man, and you know, you see people so quick to call the police and they weaponize it, man. And it's just absolutely, it's just they disheartening. Are lives in at risk, and and the the fact that this particular incident that 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 many of us are outraged about. There's there's many of Caucasian white individuals that are outraged. That oh happen, yeah, happened to Mr. Floyd, uh, Floyd. There's so I mean the fact that individuals like Amy Cooper and Tom Austin are putting individuals' lives at risk, literally, yeah. just like George Floyd. This is a, that's a perfect example. Those type of phone calls get people killed. Killed. So that, so that is why, that is why there's a lot of outrage. That is why many people are reacting and acting in the way that they are, peacefully and non-peacefully, because all of the protests aren't riots and looting. There's peaceful protests, and there's the non-peaceful protests yeah. that are going on right now. And I cannot judge someone. I have my own opinion on, on any and everything, but I can't judge someone based on how they feel or what yeah. their opinion is. So I can't say, or I we can't don't know say, what oh happens, my God. what happened previous, because yeah. there is, even Dr. King said, you know, rioting and everything is the, is the mark of the, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't quote Dr. King. It was of the, of the unheard or something to the, to that effect. You don't mm-hmm. know if there's systemic things that are going on that, that this one thing is the powder keg that's to, to blow things up. And, yeah. you know, and I, I mean, I, I, you can even speak to the fact that hell, some of some of the powder in the damn keg is the fact that I, you've got Dylan Roof and many of these other white cats mm. that are literally have murdered people. Yeah, but they are taken into into custody. Custody. They're taking. They're taking. They gave Dylan Roof. They teams. gave Dylan Roof a damn. A, 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 some burger hand. They gave him a damn. Uh, they gave him a damn. What, what, you, what you put on there? A bulletproof vest. Yeah. 
I mean, like you, 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 you got, gave you humanity, and so, took away humanity of others, but not a care in the world. It was literally, I can't remember. I was, I'm search, I was searching for a while while you were talking. Just it, just this week, there was a guy who killed two women and a child running around naked in the damn park, and the police were just trotting around trying yeah. to subdue him. Look, that had been a black man, he would have been shot. Shot. So quickly. that, is, so that is why people are are protesting peacefully and non-peacefully because obviously you can't certain individuals in our in our system don't fucking understand don't under don't hear certain people in our system certain people in our society they don't that's why we so they don't want to and they don't want to understand that's the thing even even you get the people let's and we're on the temple we're gonna really you know flush this thing out today even the people who will say the most disrespectful things i don't see color you was a goddamn lie unless you are colorblind or unless you are blind, like you or Ray Charles, it is impossible not to see color. It is impossible. You have to see it. Now, the way you act on it is your choice, but you have mm-hmm. to, you, you see it. And it is only disrespectful to say, I don't see color, especially to a person of color. I'm black. You know what I'm saying? To say that to me. Like, you know, like it doesn't matter. It does matter. It forms your opinions and it hell it forms mine. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's plenty of time. Let's keep it real. If I'm in the workspace, that I'm constantly, I feel like I have to defend my black brothers and sisters, and I ain't taking none of it. Now, if it's Tom Austin, yeah, yo, man, you know, like I put it like this, like the little shorty in Target who stole them damn lamps. Yo, man, it feels to me. I'm, I'm Takashi. Yo, she's an officer. She took all the lamps, <laughs> rugs, and she said she was gonna take all the mail. Oh, we got to get her out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had, you see these things, man. And it yeah. is like frustrating. I'm, it's it is frustrating that so like Mike J said, I'm a person of color technically, but I'm black. And it hold pisses on, me on, off. On. It frustrates me. It frustrates me. You a Rick Fox ass nigga, man. Oh, you ain't one of us. <laughs> <laughs> man, it frustrates the shit out of me though that these things are happening to black people but you know it also frustrates and irritates the fuck out of me that these things are also happening to our latino and hispanic brothers and sisters and it frustrates and pisses me off that the same bullshit and similar bullshit is happening to our muslim american individuals it's like they shot up the mosque here they shot up the exactly i was going to say that bro so yes i'm black and the things that are happening to black people resonate very strong with me. But that doesn't mean that the other individuals of color in this nation, that this same fucked up shit is happening to, I don't turn a blind eye to it because I will stand with any Hispanic individual that is that is experiencing the same thing that, that I am because it's, it's fucked up across the board. And I also want to say this, I, this is not Bowtie Fresh saying Oh my gosh! All white people are bad, and blah 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 blah. And why said that? I, it's not. Uh, nobody, no, nobody said that, and I'm not saying that either. Because there are many Caucasian individuals that are out here. You see the video footage yeah. of them protesting. So these individuals, these individuals are not just speaking with their words. They're actually showing action, which is a step in the right direction. Because many times previously there weren't a lot of white individuals speaking out and showing their actual action against some of this stuff. So don't, don't anybody, this, this podcast is for everybody, men, women, white, black, green, whatever, trans, whatever. We are a podcast for everybody. And we want to see what the fuck is right. When we're speaking, Bowtie Fresh is speaking right now. I'm not going to put words in my Jay's mouth, but 
the shit that's happening to black people is resonating with me because I am black and the bullshit has to stop. And this I shouldn't have, and I told, I told, I'm going to share this just, just a little bit. I had a conversation with Mike J offline and this is what also fuels fire to my affiliation is that not only am I having to talk to my 11 and eight year old son about all of the things that are happening, two things are coming from those conversations. My boys are looking at the police and looking at the individuals that are supposed to protect us. They're like, daddy, why don't they like us? Daddy, why is this even like, why? Like, what the heck? I don't, I, my kids, 11 and eight are starting to feel like they can't trust the police and like they dislike the police. And I have to have conversations with them and saying the police are supposed to do this. The police are supposed to protect us. The police are supposed to do this. And not all police are like this. So I cannot have them growing up with a hatred for police so that they can be involved with the police in a negative situation. I can't have that because that's going to even, that's going to even further risk their lives. Exactly. So So I'm having to have these certain conversations with my 11 and eight year old on how to protect themselves on how to act as a black man in the society. But at the same time, I have to tread lightly and not present it in the fact that they have animosity toward the police. That's number one. Number two, I'm having conversations with my 11 and eight year old because my 11 and eight year old, they're friend groups. They, they talk via text, via Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. And their friend groups are vast. My, my boys have white friends, Hispanic friends, mixed race friends, all of them in the same group. And when they're friends, other 11 and eight year olds that are not black, that are not Hispanic, are saying, guys, don't, we don't, we're not like that. Please don't, please don't not be my friend. I, we're not like that. My family's not like that. You guys are my friends. I love you guys. Please don't not be my friend because of the stuff that's going on. I think that it's fucked up that another child has to think that my son is going to not like him just yeah. because police are killing black people. That's fucked yeah, up. Because it's, it's it's to that point, and I was telling both of off the time. I remember my, I can go back to my first experience of racism, right? And I remember like it was yesterday. So for those who know Mike J, if you met me after 1988, I have a scar on my head. I, I was working, I was with my grandfather and he was, you know, doing some work and I had a two by four bust me upside my head. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of off kilter now. <laughs> For those who know me, I, <laughs> I, I, can go, I can go zero to 100 real quick or I just won't talk to you and this be my own little world. So I remember, and this is pre-cell phone time, I blood all on my face. And my grandfather, he, this was a really rich area of New Jersey, right? He, you know, it was called deals. So these are like the stuff that you see on Jersey Shore, the big million dollar houses on the beach. This is where he was doing work. You know, them people, now they seen me yelling and screaming and crying with blood on my face. He done work. And a lot of these people in these neighborhoods, they, they all mm-hmm. knew Charlie. Guess how many, guess how many opened up their house so he could use the phone to call 911? None. None. <laughs> Six years old. I saw it. I was like, hmm, they knew, they knew Pop Pop. They knew me because he'd always be around. I'd be like his pride and joy his first great-grandchild. Mm-hmm. And that was my experience with racism at six years old. Now, it is built upon other experiences throughout my life. But you talking about your son, I got it at six, bro. Yeah. Six. It's just like, it's, it's like, okay, and not to be crass. It's like racism turns innocent kids out before they're ready. Mm-hmm that's that's mm-hmm. that's what it that's what it did to me because yeah. it's like that whole view of you don't want your sons to have that view towards the police i've had my issues with the police 
Hell, I had a police issue with police at my job. This being real, mm-hmm. I had a, someone call the police on me because I wouldn't go against a federal guideline. Now, <laughs> thank God there was a black cop there. I think the only one in the community that I worked at who was able to kind of like smooth things out because I think he saw I was uncomfortable with his uh, white counterpart. Yeah. Think how that could have went. I didn't do yeah. anything wrong. I'm following federal guidelines. And you call the police because you're mad. And it's, it, there's just nothing, nothing wrong. Like Not you only are you following federal guidelines, it is your job yeah. to follow said guidelines. Because if I did not be fired. Exactly. You you are employed. It is your responsibility for certain things are your responsibility in your particular line of work. And, and I'm saying this because I know Mike J's line of work and I know what he does. So the audacity of someone to call the police on the individual, the highest ranking individual at that facility, for someone to call the police on you because you won't break the law. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I'm saving your potential person from never know who could be after this person. Mm-hmm. Trying, mm-hmm. Yeah, but so <laughs> I know and I pray that your boys don't have don't have those experiences like I've had where they get yeah. angry and bitter. I know a lot of times you guys are like, hi, Dr. Umar. So well, whatever. He's fake pseudo. <laughs> These are things in my life that have happened to me. I remember, and not to make it all about, not to make this a couch session. I remember we moved from IPS to Lawrence, right? Dude spit on me. I gave him the business, you know, two piece and a biscuit. You know, I didn't, he spit on me, spit in my face. Did what I had to do. I come back to school after being suspended. You know, teacher comes up to me. Hey, we can do that stuff in IPS. We don't do that here. I was like, well, he spit in my face. And we weren't even arguing. He spit in my face. And he just walked away. You didn't say anything about the who, who spitting. I mean, spitting is, the, exactly. is the, one of the most disgusting things you can do to a person. I, I said, honestly, if you spit on somebody on purpose, it should be a felony. I was going to say, isn't it, isn't it a class, what, C misdemeanor or something? Yeah, like that? it should be a felony. Now, there's there's yeah. times, you know, there's all been times we've been around someone who got the sergeant slaughter mouth and this shit just happens. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the, to, to sit back and whew, to spit on somebody. Yeah. So these experiences from mine have shaped the way I think. Now, going back to that, and we can kind of get off of this, we need our white brothers and sisters to be allies. And there's three ways. We need their voice. We need their vote. We need their money. Mm Because all these things, because the the thing in America is people think that black people or people are Latino brothers and sisters, anybody else or Asian brothers and sisters can change racism or Native American. No, you can't ask the oppressed to change something mm-hmm. it has to be people of the, the oppressing oppressor. parties to help exactly exactly you know just like i see like a couple of young brothers you know i know them from you know my previous job and i've been like a mentor you know the og to them and they get so angry it's like you have to have you gotta have white people to help you can't yep. just be all it and ain't gonna work on. you 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 it is won't it is not the nation of islam stuff it works in the sense of in a small community in sect but in the larger mainstream society it's easy to say okay yeah that group okay they they got their two black blocks that's cool right you have to have you you have to have you know you have to have a cross racial coalition to be able to change things and like i said money votes voice vote that's mm-hmm. what you need and 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 if, if both are fresh if I, if I could chime in and just emphasize something that Mike J said, emphasize the vote. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to emphasize the vote. Get some of these individuals that are toxic to our society and to our system. Mitch McConnell. Get, get Mitch McConnell. Get them Lindsey out. Graham. 
moves these individuals out of these positions so they are not able to push agendas, orchestrate the bullshit that they are. So the vote to get has federal to judges count. put on, to get Supreme we Court justice put on. Yes, we have got to get certain individuals out of positions of power. So the vote counts because they have a certain amount of power being in certain positions. We get them out, get some individuals in there that are going to do good work. I'm not even going to sit here and say do work for black people or minorities. Just I need do, them to do good work good for work. society. Yeah. Get these other fuck nuts out of office and out of power. So if if I can emphasize anything, the action, the 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 voice, the money, all of that is important. Just like Mike J said, but I will both our first. I want to emphasize the vote right now. Yeah, and I, and I say the money in action because if you have money, you can have you oh, can bring yeah. more awareness yeah. to, to voting. Voter registration drives. You can you can help bring people 100% to the agree. vote and the, and the voice. So all of it, all of it, go, it coincides. You need a combination yeah. of all. But there, even if even you want to be silent, I give you money, your vote saying something. Because you can say, oh, I love black people. You know, I love the culture and everything else like that. And then when it comes down to some real stuff, you, 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 vote, you vote for what's comfortable for you. You know, so, yeah. it, so there yeah. is a, so there is that. You know, we, we, we talked to this about this kind of, you know, let me ask you one thing, man. Hell, we, like, we, I, I even need, hell, just, just all the all the daggone uh, Beckys out there that are, are oh, voting shit, for they, right. they, that are oh, voting shit, for women right. and like the women's oh, empowerment, you need to you need to do something. All the damn Beckys out there that's, that's tweeting and TikToking and all that type of stuff. I only date black dudes. You need to fucking vote. You need to say whatever it is. You need to utilize your voice. And I'm not. I mean, I, it's funny. It's funny that we joke about that type of stuff all the time. But goddamn it. I can't, you can't sit out here and say, oh, you know, women's empowerment, this, that, and the third, and we want this, but then you turn around and vote for Trump quietly. Yeah. Trump quietly. Or, a oh, sick I... ass nigga, too. Not the, not the. <laughs> 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 yeah, especially that. Damn but, Deacon. <laughs> yeah, 53% of white women voted for Trump in the last election. Yeah. Now, that, that's, yeah. What, that's what pulled him to victory. <laughs> but that's that's what there's the need like it, it's you know we need you beyond this let's just this, honest, we need ally. you we need you more than an ally than being in the bed being fetishized so you can fetishize yeah. some black man in the bed let's just put it out there right you love who you love i don't really give a damn whatever whatever it is but if you're gonna if you're gonna jump in that life we need you to jump in more than jumping in some dick or however you want to get down or if you like if you like women and whoever but white women Becky's, Amanda's, Susan's, mm -hmm. we need you. And not maybe the way you think you want to be needed. If that's, you know, for those who do, knock yourself out. Not Mike J. But we need your vote. We need yeah. your voice. We need your money. Absolutely. That's what, that's what we need. And you can go ahead. You can get fetishized and, and plowed through by the nasty boys all day long. But we need, we need, those, <laughs> we need those three things. So, you know, shots out, toes out, man. You's out here shooting today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man hey man oh man oh, toes out toes toes oh, out and the deacon hey, man the, 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 the ripper is out it's <laughs> extreme racism it's a nasty ass little nigga man <laughs> nigerian the nigerian prince nigga yeah man that's the nightmare nigga yeah, you know that nigga, <laughs> that nigga probably start off he'd get with a woman he'd be like on meek mill dreams and nightmare i started off real cool then that nigga getting his kink ass eating back hold on wait a minute y'all thought i was finished talk about that rectum nigga <laughs> the nasty little nigga man oh shout out to my nigga man the nigerian nightmare
Hey man, so you know the, we we missed the ending of the last dance. I know you're a Bulls fan, and I and I text you in the I text you on the group chat. Yo, local Naptown Bulls fan, you were like only the ones I don't see Dusty, bro. Man, what's up? I, I, I know you, <laughs> oh, I see them all the time. If you sit back, it, I, they are dusty, and it's not even about me being like not liking them. I'm talking about like people who wear Bulls attire here, dusty. Like I said, outside of Bowtie Fresh. Yeah, <laughs> I never. Said, I, I know, man. I've called you a lot of things. I ain't never called you Dusty. <laughs> now, you know, I, I, you know, so like I told you yesterday, I was out. All right, the last couple of days, I was out, and I seen a brother. You know, he dropped the black out on this COVID pavement, picked up the cape, and put it right back in his mouth, bro. Had a bull's hat on. Trife. Was sagging. Trife. My nigga had a flip phone and then a regular phone, and was talking really, really loud where where we were, like really loud. <laughs> and then I seen another brother. He had on burgundy jeans, burgundy pennies, burgundy bulls hat, burgundy shirt. <laughs> oh damn! Hey man, so I don't know. they just tend to be they just tend to be dusty here. So I don't know if it's just the fact that they like red. <laughs> but the bulls got the red is tight, right? Yeah, I can't can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. But it's just like dusty. It's just almost like oh yeah, you know, you one of the few ones who are from here that ain't dusty. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that. I just thought that. These, 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 these cats be they be reaching back into their like 1992 bag and shit, <laughs> and they trying to trying to bring it back out. Like, no, nah, brother, you you need you need to get something a little fresh and put some lotion on at the same yeah. damn time. <laughs> and they be honest, these dudes out be hired. I be feeling bad for them. Like, damn, these are the dusty ass niggas that approach y'all. I be saying these cats like, dog, you you haven't taken a shower. You just have <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the, you, you know, just, yeah. You smell some of them when they walk past. Yeah, it's like, just, it smell like weed, ass, and like stale beer or liquor or something. It's like, <laughs> damn, bro. Like you got enough money for for some weed, nigga. Go take you a hoe bath, man. Go 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 in the restroom and clean yourself. Oh, clean yourself talk. like yeah. Go clean yourself like a cat. It's like, ugh. Oh damn. Hey. <laughs> hey man, so we talked about the last dance before, man. So I just want to ask you, what's your what's your final thoughts on the last dance, man? You know, they out here, the dude who wrote the Jordan rules said Mike was out here lying <laughs> about shit. What do you think about the last dance, man? Hey man. The final I, I thoughts. My final thoughts for the last dance, it, it, in in the words of uh, the great Mike Singletary, it, it is what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was ill it was ill as hell, number one. Number number two, Scotty Pippen was like a whole cake during the whole damn the whole damn thing. He was like he was whole cake central. Number three, I think Horace Grant still want to whoop Jordan's ass. Oh, he already said it. He already told <laughs> some of the fight, and I think yeah. Horace would. Horace looks swollen as Horace, hell. Yeah, yeah, I think Horace would like. Oh, that. Horace had all his work polo on. When you didn't get your work polo on. You ready for business, man? And then the 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 the, the last the last thing, my last final thought or whatever the, on the last thought on the last dance. Jordan was an ill ass nigga on and off the damn court. On the on the on the court, just a damn tyrant and ill as hell with with other teams, other players, and his own damn teammates. But then he was just as ill off the damn court. Yeah, he couldn't turn it off. I I think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I I think again, Mike Singles. He is who we thought he was. Like (laughs) it just just plain and damn simple. And also, I'm gonna give my last one. Shout out to Dennis Rodman, man. Shout out to Dennis Rodman for being who he is. Like, Dennis Rodman was like, he was a wild dude. But Dennis was like, you know what? I'm me. I'm going gonna, gonna to do what I want to do. I'm going to live my life. And that is not going to affect my job. Yeah. My job is to rebound, be the greatest rebounder ever, to be one hell of a defensive damn player, and 
to to disrupt things on the other team's offense. And Dennis done that. Whether he was high, drunk, tired, whether he had fucked seventeen brawls back to back to back, it, Dennis Dennis done what he was supposed to do on the just basketball. Imagine, court. Just imagine like three seasons. And you kicked the photographer. You married Carmen Letra. MJ found you in some random threesome, Sam, like in Vegas. Hey, <laughs> 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 nigga, you left. You left practice during the finals to go wrestle with the NWO. <laughs> That's just so wild. Hey, you know. <laughs> Hey, shout out hey. to Hogan. Hey, man, that Hulk Hogan meme never gets old, too. And he's spraying paint in the end. Everybody's saying Oh, nigger. yeah. Hey, man. So, yeah, that's, that's, some, that's some crazy stuff, man. For my final thoughts, number one, did you see how – you know, these, number one, with the, fact the MJ can't turn the petty off. And this is exactly. – and, and, and but this is one thing my lady said to me. She was like, I don't know why you dislike Michael Jordan. Y'all just alike. She was like, y'all competitive. Y'all talk mad shit. Yeah, kind of a sociopath. I was like, well, damn. Who, me and you? No, no, no. She says, I am that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah, was like, dude, you, you are kind of a little MJ. I think she was yeah. spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, well, damn, I, I got rid of the wide leg jeans. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, but, uh, but yeah, man. Then the fact that, like, when he was talking about his, did you see, like, at the one and when him and Reggie had that little, that little visco and MJ was like, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him, yep. Nigga, that was like 25 <laughs> years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that him referring to himself as Black Jesus, him pitching, oh, black, him, him black pitching, Jesus and Black him, Cat, him pitching them damn quarters, him playing them damn, uh, playing them damn, uh, them damn World War Two game, pitching quarters and shit with with, oh, with Bob from marketing. It, hey man, it just you know you just couldn't you just couldn't turn it off, man. You know him like crying being about being a competitor. I mean, it was just, it was a wild ride. Like, I'm gonna watch Break. it again. Hey, I know. That nigga cried and just said, "Break." Hey, hey man, then on the tripped out dude. thing is, man, you know Michael Jordan's daughter. You know she's she's uh she has a child. She's engaged to a brother. He's played for the Pacers, man. Can, and you know he played. Can you imagine being a like a fringe NBA player and you are dating and agreeing to marry Michael Jordan's uh, daughter? Oh yeah, nigga. You go, probably talks to him. He hey, probably you go, you go him one on one right now. Exactly. You go over there on Fourth of July, nigga. It's over. He, yeah. he Jordan got his old Bulls uniform on, waiting for him to come up the driveway. Yeah. He's a broke ass arrive, huh? I know, right? <laughs> nigga asked me, you know, oh, yeah. you gonna you gonna drive my daughter's Ferrari? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mike talking to you crazy too. Like, you know, just think, just think, man. Just think like, think about this, right? We can go on after this. Think about <laughs> if you know you like a grandparent, right? You know how grandparents they want to spoil their kids. You like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I bought this. Here come Michael Jordan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My my. my my grandchild has a name, a name, and Nike built named after him. Well, well damn, exactly. I just bought a big wheel. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's like mad competitive, too. He can't let things Hell go. Yeah. Yo, it's just hey, like. Not MJ, not MJ walking up to the other granddaddy talking about, I see you got on my shoes. Yeah, you got on my <laughs> shoes. Or, hey, or, trying to ch- or trying to challenge you to some old random athletic feet in front of your, in front of your damn wife, like on the episode of Martin. He, you remember that episode? He's like, he's like, yo, let's do a whole bunch of push-ups. Can't you see Michael Jordan doing that? Or yeah, doing yeah. something that, you, that he knows you can't beat him at? Like, oh, like, oh, look, like, let's gamble. Like, all right, Mike, I only got 20 out. Here's 20 out with that. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Michael Jordan's about when does the gamble start? When you feel uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> or him telling the dudes of Jeb Bustler and them that I wanted your money in my pocket. <laughs> Sociopath is that, man? Hey, hey man, this, MJ, MJ walking up to the, to the average height dude, <laughs> to the average height little boyfriend talking about nigga, I'm six six and five four. Oh, look, now, now <laughs> and, looking, and look and looking down his looking nose, down, looking down at him. Yeah, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> it's like, let him and go. then and then the fact of ill characters MJ got around him, Amara Rashad, Charles Oakley. Okay, Charles Oakley. <laughs> 
uh, you know, Quinn Buckner. I mean, <laughs> a random hey. like slew of like, nigga, you think, you know, and no telling what other type of ill niggas Mike probably room with. And then as I lastly, man, Mike is country as hell in the locker room. He said, I and then on then when he get on the podium, dog, he he polished up, you know, you could tell he was yeah. having a cold switch, man. Cause he was like, when he's talking about Kobe, I brother, you better rebound the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm talking about shit. <laughs> I'm I, I, I hey. was about to say that nigga. That nigga said shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, this the hey dog. I this that shit was hilarious. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch it again, man. Cause hours of laughter. What did he say? What What's what's on what's in your mouth now, ho? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga said that to his old damn kid. In your mouth now, ho? Yeah. Like nigga, hey. no, the, the fact that he said they, they were like playing like play football and like his I was listening to an interview. I think his sons were on the breakfast call. I think all three of his kids on the breakfast call. He was like, Yeah, we were playing this game with our dad and we were like, if you cross this the the goal, the quote unquote goal line, then you win. They said, like, Well, my dad tackled my brother and he hit his head on the table. He had to take him to the emergency room. Fuck is wrong with this nigga, man? Hey. MJ, and nigga MJ thinking he a mixture of Michael Irvin and LT. Hey, <laughs> he can't turn. He can't turn it off, man. Like you know that, that and you know. So. Hey, man, can you can you imagine MJ playing a, a board game of Monopoly? You uh, <laughs> imagine how that uh, would go? Man, uh, how cutthroat he is, man. I read somewhere. I think I don't know if it was Kid and Play. They said. Somebody beat MJ in a computer game. They said the next day they got up early to play. He threw it in the in the trash. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? Look at technology. That's yeah, why that nigga don't tweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! You know, I mean, you imagine Michael Jordan and his heyday having having like a damn having a damn ghost Twitter. Oh, oh yeah, that he, shit he would definitely be gonna have, a, you know how, have a couple of burners. You know how much he would be lightning to Scotty? Yeah, that hoe said he could he couldn't play. Exactly. You know, with a with a migraine break. <laughs> you know, but he exactly. would give you like a little random sound. Like, this is Michael Jordan. This is Michael Jordan. That or, boot, or you boot, boot, boot cut jeans all, all the way in France. This is Michael Man, Jordan. You, I know the thing will be is his burner. You getting getting pissed off enough on his burner account, nigga. He'll fuck around and be like, "Man, I'm fucking Michael Jordan. Who the yeah. hell do you think you are?" <laughs> he will forget that he's on his burner account. <laughs> or that, or or the damn number be like his like lights vanity plates, like like uh, two tray. Oh no, two tray. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Or, or or the or the or the one on the daggone on the porch that said air. Yeah, I <laughs> think had license plate on the black porch that air. Yeah, okay. that's a Mike, Mike's a wild nigga, man. Shout out to the last dance. We definitely needed. I love it. Those, we needed those laughs, man. I wish we could have seen the because the, they said that that one. He said break. They had more footage. I want to see the because I'm sure he probably was crying all those ugly tears before he's talking about oh, yeah. being a competitor. If you came be, be like me, then you don't need to be on the break. You don't, you don't need to be on. The, you don't need to be on the court. That nigga like that nigga like pursed his nose. Break. <laughs> I go, so what do you do at Michael Jordan's house? Like he says break because I wouldn't feel comfortable. It feels like Michael Jordan feel like well if I'm not in my house, you ain't in my house. Right. <laughs> Everybody got to walk outside. <laughs> Everybody take a lap, nigga. Yeah, take a lap. Probably search through your pockets, make sure you ain't stole. I'm sure you ain't. I'm sure you can't have your phone. We all need to get. <laughs> We all need to get our thoughts together. I'm cool, yeah. Mike. I said we all need to get our yeah. thoughts together. <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, we all drinking tequila and smoking and smoking and smoking cigars. Mike, I don't do that. I'm off the wagon. Huh? You on now? You on now, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So, hey, man. Speaking of NBA, man, you know, 
they they they're tomorrow's coming back, man. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know why I'm asking you though, because your team ain't gonna be back. They'll be back for about two games, and that's season. Damn, end. Patty. I'm Patty. talking about I'm <laughs> <laughs> in your mouth, hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've been doing oh, this. I've been doing this season for like 25 years, and you, you don't oh, you never catch man. it. That's the funny part. In your mouth, hope. Oh man. But yeah, man, I'm yeah, man, excited I, about the NBA coming back, bro. If they if they come back, man, I'm I'm excited about it too. I know that there's gonna be uh, whoever but what, wins. But what you excited but for? Especially especially if the Lakers. What are you excited win for? This, Summer league. I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for for the whole thing. Nigga. I'm excited yeah, to have you, some you, for the you, be, you be specific, nigga. You, <laughs> all the teams in the playoffs. You don't. Uh, you don't get to be. This, specific, nigga, nigga. this nigga act like his team is about to do some, make some real damn noise. Nigga, your team doesn't get to the. Your team doesn't even get to the dance. That's just like you. That's like you be with the young lady. Like she may, she may have sex with me, or the young lady says no. I'm not even going. I'm not even calling you on the phone. That's oh. not being a Bulls fan. Yeah. She's not even, she's not even, and she's not even going to send you a smoke signal with the panties. Oh, damn. Yeah. Not, not, not talking about, can I get a smidge? Oh, <laughs> can I get a smidge? Of yeah, stuff? I know, right? <laughs> All right. We'll talk, we'll talk about nasty. We'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about um, the freaky Andrew when we talk about Insecure. It's the no. nasty man. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, man. He might be an honorary member of the Nasty Boys, nigga. He, yeah, had, he, the toe, he had the toes out, too. He was channeling uh, his inner yeah, ripper, we'll, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll to see. that later, though. Yeah, let's get to that, <laughs> man. So, NBA, I mean, it's going to be interesting to come back, man. I I'm think just a lot scared of the guy's going to get injured. I'm thinking a lot of people are going to talk shit if the Lakers win. That's my thing. If the Lakers win, it's going to be like, oh, it's an asterisk. Oh, it's not a real championship. Oh, LeBron, blah, 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 blah. Because people like to talk shit about LeBron. And it's like, man, leave, leave that nigga alone. Like, that that nigga is a damn baller. Yeah, uh, he, he he's a proven winner wherever he goes. So I mean, like, I just think that people are gonna talk a lot of shit. I think people will talk shit if the if the Clippers won, and and it's like, oh, you know, Kawhi this Kawhi. I just think that people are going to latch on to certain teams that they win. I think certain teams are going to catch a lot of flack. That's yeah. That's it's mind. just like I mean, but you know, it's just shit. It's a pandemic. Ain't nobody yeah. ain't nobody yeah. to stop this, man. So I just hope the guys don't get injured. You know, because yeah, you know, if you, know I mean, of course, it's going to be you know they'll give them a little bit of time to get into playing shape and everything else. But if you know, there is some sure some guys that ain't really been doing anything. Oh, yeah, you come out there looking like Khalid El Ami. Yeah, that or look like <laughs> Shine Kemp after like Shine Kemp after the uh-huh. after the lockout. Damn, Rain Man turned into a thunderstorm. Hey man, he wouldn't even. He couldn't even make a participate, boy. He couldn't even get. I think he could barely dunk. It's like, damn, you went from one of the most athletic dudes I've ever seen to being able to hardly be able to sit back and 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 score above the rim. Man, that was crazy. You know, he still did dunk a dunk on Jermaine O'Neal. It's like, God damn, Jermaine, <laughs> nigga, man, he's get posterized. But hey, man, one last thing we were talking about sports, man. So, you know, I seen the Jets sign Joe Flacco. Do you think we'll see Cam Newton again? Oh man, we need to see Cam Newton. I no, say so that we need we to see. Will, him, but I know, I I know what we need, but I don't do you think we will. I think that I think we'll see Cam Newton as like a late ad. Somebody gets hurt. I think that that's my opinion. I think he'll he'll get picked up by somebody if there's an injury somewhere somehow or whatnot. Or it'll be a team like shit. I don't know Miami or somebody that's like oh, we want to make a push and they'll try to grab. Him. That's my opinion. I, I hope we see him, but I've I've seen. I hope this, we do too. I, I've I've seen this too many times, and yep. I've never. You know, it's crazy how a black quarterback. And it's also Randall Cunningham was also like a former MVP. If Cam's a former MVP, you know, you know, it's just you start seeing black quarterbacks. It's the 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 line 
it's so it's it's so easy to dismiss them. Hell, people were quicker to sign Michael Vick out of prison than sign yep. Cam to sign Cam Newton after an injury. Think about think about it's wild, hey, man. Think about like, it. I, I don't hey, I don't Cam understand Newton. it. And I'm not doing this to just talk about talent, man. I'm not talking about the same, talent, same thing about Michael. A lot of, lot of the game player. Yeah. He's only like 31. And the fact that if you build a team around him like do other quarterbacks, there is a, a thing, you know, and I'll, stay on, I'll get out the football point. Black quarterbacks who are mobile, they're expected to be everything in the run game and the pass game. That's going to break anybody. Now, the, the Panthers had horrible tackles. That's why they lost the Super Bowl. And they didn't have good receivers. You had Greg Olson and some running backs, and then some guys. What do they say? Jag, just another guy, a receiver. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. So, you know, pray for me. Yo, we back. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. I think I mean, we made a comment about, uh, about Trumpito and everything else, man. So the FBI might be coming after Mike J. But, man, so you were talking. So you were talking. I know we earlier we talked about Insecure, man, and uh, Andrew being Andrew being a, a you know a new member of the Nasty Boys. Man, I could tell he was going to be freaky the way, the way he had his hair, man. He was out here. Yeah, he he you boy come in there with some feathered hair like that. He's ready for business, man. So let me ask you hey, this. I, th- I thought it was funny that, that, that Molly, you know, and I think oftentimes this happens, you know, certain times where Molly was thinking she was, you know, a you know, freak or, you know, about to yeah. bring pain or whatnot. And then she got humbled. It's like, yeah, hey, you, 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 you might certain certain women may think certain things, and it's like, nah, you you, you got to. Sometimes you just got to really bust it, bust it open and get hey. down and dirty. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. yeah, I, I, I will I will say I thought it was funny after uh, she, she uh, kind of tied him and cuffed him up or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and again, y'all, you guys were hearing me. I said spoiler alert early on. Um, but uh, it's been out a week, bro. Like yeah, at, at, yeah. at this point in time, <laughs> shit. I mean, come hey, on. But she, when she when she tied him up and had him cuffed up or whatever. Hey, I think she got a little loose. She she, she did uh, kind of crawl up top and and spread the cheeks and sit it, oh. on, his, sit it on his face. I said, oh oh, oh goodness, hey oh. hey. I mean, that must that was, that was some hammer type action right there, boy. Oh, like hey, nasty nah, boy, hey, Dap. Hey, remember, hey, remember on that damn? You know, we don't talk about R. Kelly anymore. Remember this? What was what was on on TP on TP two? He ended up oh, and it's yeah. on my face. Yeah, <laughs> that's an ill way to end the song. Hey man, don't forget about don't forget about that. Uh, I got the name of the song where he was talking about the planet the planet sex and all that other yeah. stuff. <laughs> my man said, "Let's take it to planet your anus." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, right. talking about eating the rolls, but yeah, we can't get into Robert yeah. too much. Cause Robert is like a he's sick ass nigga, but hey, yeah, man. Nigga, that, hey, that, that's 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 a hammer move right there. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> the hammer and the night and and the Nigerian uh, prince, no, <laughs> Nigerian no. nightmare. Yeah, nigga, yeah, the deacon. <laughs> Yeah, man, but speaking of debauchery, and I'm not sure where you got, but we got cut off, man. We talking about couple strips. I know you brought it up, man. Yeah, what about Andrew's brother uh, painting all that stuff. Yeah, so I so I was I talk, I was talking a little bit about that before the technical difficulty a little bit, um, but I think that you know I think that group vacations and trips like that I think they could be fun. You know what I mean? It, it does it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Honestly, it's a good way to break away from everyday life with people that you're close to. Um, I do think it was a little weird. I shouldn't say weird, but overboard is probably a better word from for me with Andrew's brother. Like he was just doing the damn most. I'm like, bro, there's a there's a time where like I just don't want to do anything. Like I just need to chill. This is supposed to be a vacation, not not a not a workcation or activation yeah. or whatever. Like, damn. 
So I think that was a little overboard, but I mean, I, I, there's always a couple people or one person in a group that's like, hey, let's do this and let's do that. And you need that person to, yeah. you know, kind of keep some structure or whatever, but there's got to be a balance and you got to be able just to sit and chill. Um, before, before I got, before Zoom uh, jacked us up a little bit, I was talking about the incident um, uh, with Molly and the customer service agent at the desk with the towel and um, how there was a little issue there with regards to Molly, uh, her asking Molly to show her key card to get an extra towel. Molly didn't have it. Molly claimed that the chick didn't ask the white couple for it, all that type of stuff. So um, when they got back into the pool, you know, um, Andrew's brother started having started the conversation about racism and did asking Molly, like, why did she really feel, why did she feel like there was a, a racial thing? The lady was just doing her job. Like she could get in trouble and, uh, Molly kind of implied that Andrew couldn't under Andrew's brother couldn't understand racism, and he's like, "Why? I experience racism all the time as an Asian, you know, as an Asian American or whatever. Like, why would you say that?" And so I think that that was an interesting conversation in itself. I I think maybe tensions just from the events were a little high, uh, but I think it's a very good and relevant conversation to have. I just think that Molly was still so worked up. From, it wasn't. It was. It was a good conversation to have later bad, when when people exactly. actually calm down. And that's he's, he's kind of that's being like an asshole to. about it too. That's yeah, I'm pissed so that's off. Don't to. don't get me devil's advocate. Now we're talking, you know, about whatever, and I'm cool. We can do devil's advocate all day. But when I'm pissed off about something and I feel like I've been wrong, I don't want to hear your devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think that I think that he was. It was poor choice of timing from his perspective. I think the emotions were still high from everyone, you know, overall, and they just kind of made it spiral. But um, I do, I do like the fact that that Andrew was kind of, you know, Andrew was kind of a G and was like, "Hey, man, you know, stop being a dick, like, we're yeah, having fun or whatever." So he stood up for Molly. He made the statements, you know, like, you know, this isn't cool. But at the same time, he also said something to Molly, like, "Well, why did you think that?" Or, yeah, you know, why do you think that? So I think, I think Andrew handled it well from from both sides of the oh, yeah. spectrum. Cause so, you gotta, I mean, you gotta, cause you don't want to be on vacation with your lady and she's pissed off at you. Yeah. But yeah. then you also don't want to feel like your brother's out there. So man, Andrew's really like to get, like to get like a super deep dive. Cause I know we got to kind of finish this up because of, because of Trump. <laughs> but uh, he's really good <laughs> for her. So we talked about that. We talked about Andrew being a nasty boy. Let me ask you one last thing on Insecure, man. And you know, beyond like that weird moment of Lawrence meeting, cause I think Andrew had that look like, damn, they used to kick it or something. Cause the way yeah. Molly made it seem like. You know, like she, she used to fuck with Yeah, like instead, Issa. all she had to do was say, hey, this is Issa's ex-boyfriend, right? That yeah, was, and I don't Andrew, understand why yeah. she didn't say that. Because like, like, I'm Andrew, I'm thinking like, damn, stupid. I'm like, damn, did, did he, because think about it. If if your lady was out there, like you met, you just dealing with a new lady and then you see somebody else. Did you think like it was awkward? Did you think like maybe they've been kicking around? I would have if I was yeah, Andrew. I would have been like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. I just don't understand Molly's. Again, Molly's BS. Like, why would you not be like, oh, this is Issa's ex boyfriend? She was like, oh, this is just, uh, you know, Lawrence, it's your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's your, like, yeah, Lawrence is your friend, yes. But you trying to overtly just, oh, I'm not going to say nothing about Issa or whatever. Like, yeah. that's bullshit. Just be like, this is, this is Issa's ex, Lawrence. Everybody's cool, yeah. or whatever. Like, why are you being awkward or a bitch about certain shit? Yeah. So, again, for me, that was, that, for me, for both sides fresh, that was just more Molly's toxicness coming out. Yeah. Like, stop, stop with the bullshit. 
Yeah, man. So last thing, man, you say Lawrence, you know, him and, you know, obviously at the end of the episode, the spoiler for the next episode, Issa's going to meet, Lawrence is going to meet up with Issa, man. He, you know, he looked like he wanted to say he wanted to get back with her, man. If he was Lawrence and he was feeling it, man, would you say it? The brother, the brother still want to be with her, man, but he's all over the place, man. I, know that I was, was going to say, like, I think Lawrence is all over the place uh, a little bit. I don't think now is the time for him to be like, oh, I want to, I want to try to get back with you or whatever. I, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if this is the right time for either one of them. Honestly, I think Lee, I think Issa's all over the place in many forms. She still got the she still got the uh, little situation that could be budding again with uh, I can't think of the damn name. Light skin dude with funny eyes, the barber. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's, and, 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 Nathan, Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. So I think that there's that going on with Issa, but at the don't same say time, he had cute eyes. <laughs> Oh no! Well, I think the colored eyes. <laughs> this nigga, you got that, and then you got Issa with the whole job, and like, what she does? She want to keep doing the the thing? I know she said she's going to do another one. She started sending out text messages. So yeah. I think that I think both of them are just in a in a, a state of flux. And I think if they try to, my opinion, if they try to get back together now and try to get something going now, it's just going to make things even more murky. Bring up old feelings. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this is um, this is definitely it's a it's a it's a crazy situation, crazy uh situation for it, man. But uh, lastly, man, some music came. You know, had the verses thing, man. Did you check out any of the verses uh, Saturday and Monday? Uh, I did not get a chance to check out Bounty Killer Beanie Man. Oh, I seen a bunch tight. of me- I seen a bunch of the memes though. Yeah, I have no doubt that it was tight. Both of, both of them are you know ODs. Uh, but I did check out uh, the one the one twelve and Jagged Edge one. I thought <laughs> like nigga. Uh, they, they, how is it that both parties end up having like bad connection and images and sound and stuff? I was like, damn, like all eight, all of y'all niggas, all six of y'all yeah. is is the new Teddy Riley. Like, damn. Yeah, we've had yeah. enough. We've had enough of these. Where y'all to, should be able to get it right. And they said, you know, it was interviewing Swiss Beats, and he was saying like they sent him a kit. They supposed to go through like four different like sound checks and everything else. And I know like as we just had technology, you know, we thought we was like, yeah, we rocking with this episode. And I was really getting afraid we was gonna lose it. So I understand tech things happen. So yeah, but yeah, man. So let me ask you this, man. This Fred Hammond versus Kirk Franklin, man. I don't think they're gonna be competing because you know I think TD Jakes is gonna be there, man. But if they were, hypothetically, yeah. who would you pick? Ah. Uh... Ah, oh man, that's a difficult one. Um, I would say I'm I'm just gonna roll with Fred. I'm gonna say I roll. I would have rolled. Yeah, with I knew Fred. you were gonna roll with Fred because I seen a picture of Fred with two hoop, two hoop earrings in his hair ear this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got to try to find it, bro. I was like, oh hell no! I was just like, I was like, damn, you know, he had two, he had a hoop in the left and the right. I was like, damn, this thing get his Michael Jordan on, and he's beige too. You know, <laughs> I felt, man, I'm gonna go with Kirk, man. I think Kirk. I was gonna say, if it was, if it was like Kirk a true got the, battle, Kirk got the catalog. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, yeah I think yeah. if say. it was like now, if they were like didn't like each other and had some spice for one another, oh yeah, but you know I think this is gonna be on some healing, which is needed, man. So yeah, it, I was gonna say it definitely needs to be on some healing, and then uh, hey man, Kurt, Kurt go back to that damn guy's property, boy, he yeah. might get some things going. I don't I think you know if he goes like hit for hit, I mean it's, when it comes to gospel, he ain't like touching Kurt like the last no. fifty years. No, but you know I think I'm just excited, man, to get some positivity. It's been a rough week, man. Yes, sir. So, I mean, I know it's a lot of music and stuff out. You know, our, our grown man, his family, Ro James' albums dropped today. Uh, man, My literal family. Yeah, 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 man. Shout out, shout out. We're going to get him on the pod one of these days, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, he, 
He and I, he and I have actually talked about it a couple of times. We're gonna have to get him. We're gonna have to get him on the pod, man. You know, we got some him and that dude, man. That's a good, good brother. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, man. It was it's funny. The last time I saw him, I, I was saw him at the expo, and I was like, man, I know him. Dude was acting like I was lying. I was like. Why I got to lie about knowing him? So he came over, man. We dapped each other up. You know, we was just talking about the old times. Like, you did know him. Yes, that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I know the nigga. Mentor Daddy Ro, Church. <laughs> yeah, Ro, Ro and I was talking, talking not not just festivals, but the week before, nigga. We were just talking and reminiscing on high school. Like, we yeah. went to high school together. You know what I mean? Same high school. Yeah. You know, in the, in the halls yeah. and stuff together. And we yeah, was, that was our hangout partner. Hey, that was yeah. Saturday. That was Saturday night. You know, yep. Bowtie, Ro, myself. Donnie, Josh, Donnie, Josh, Ricky and Mike. Oh no, Donnie, <laughs> Danielle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So oh. definitely, definitely. So you, you asked me what I've been listening to. I listened to two songs or so far off off of the row. Um, obviously, liking liking what I'm hearing or whatnot. So I've been listening to that. Um, and then I have I've taken it back with with all the verses and stuff that's been going on. I've, I've got back into my 90s R&B vibe and especially uh, with the conversations and the verses that, that's been talked about with TLC and SWV. Um, I've been I've been in my 90s like women's vibe or whatever. Oh, man, I've been, been that shit all the damn time. Oh, though. yeah. I was, listen, I was listening to some TLC to some Monica, some Changing Faces, some In Vogue. So, um, yeah. So that's 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 man, like, I'm gonna be out here singing Hold On To Your Love when the car tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so if you hey, see him, so you see him in these damn, if you see him in these nap town streets, boy, he's on singing that shit all four verses too, not just one. Them will be changing the voice. I'm ten. Shit, I'm gonna tell you what I was vibing to the other day when when I when I stepped out. I was listening to that damn red light special. I was oh, feeling damn. like I was feeling like nasty boy Ripper out here, boy. Oh, damn. I was like, oh, shit. Oh man, you know, hey, but you know what? If you might catch behind with you might get my A song with the three HP. Oh damn. <laughs> One thing, if you catch me in these Nat Town streets, you catch me on a day, I'm having a bad day, and I, I need to perk me up, nigga. I'll, I'll you catch me, you don't catch me to love on top of Beyonce all the damn time. I was on 65 <laughs> giving it up. <laughs> Oh damn! And then, <laughs> and, then, and if you catch me on my, on my damn mellow mood and shit, nigga, I, I'll have that damn come back to me by Janet Jackson playing, nigga. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. that's not to be slept on. Yeah, I'll yeah, be in there like, damn, I feel it, Janet. <laughs> but yeah, man. But um, but other than that, man, that's just pretty much what I've been on, man. This music, a lot of music, man. Trying to trying to make ourselves laugh. Positive. Through the, yeah. Through the, through the tough times, so I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna buy a Rose album, you know. Got to support Nap Sound, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it on, uh, on iTunes today. I ain't got a chance to listen to anything. I woke up with a headache, still have a huge headache, and I'm listening to Freddie Gibbs' new album. I like, I mess with Gibbs, man. So, and also Big Crit re-released. Uh, uh, Crit is here. I so I'm um, def- definitely well. gonna get in, get yeah. into that, man. At the, but right now, after we cut this episode, I'm I'm going to sleep. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So both, I give us something positive to to you know to finish it on up, man. Yeah, just a little positive word to finish things out, get you guys through this weekend and, and, and the rest of next week. Hopefully a lot of the, the turmoil and different things, you know, subside where it's not too much stress on us. We don't want it to subside where the voices and things aren't heard, but um, definitely a little something positive. And, and it goes like this. The size of your problems is nothing compared with your ability to solve them. Don't overestimate your problems and underestimate yourself. That's, that's a, what that's I. 
That's a great word, brother. And, uh, you know, appreciate y'all for staying down. It's been a few weeks, man. It's just life. Life is, life is crazy, man. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely catch y'all. Maybe, I mean, next week I have to work. So we'll try to figure something out, man. We'll, oh, yeah, you know, we definitely give y'all we'll, more episodes. Yeah, so, but, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely try to figure something out. But uh, we'll holler at y'all, man. And, you know, y'all, y'all keep y'all sanity. It's a lot of stuff out here. There's nothing wrong with taking a break from it or stepping yep. away your voice is still in the struggle your prayers are still in the struggle your voice your votes hopefully will be in the struggle don't don't let it overwhelm you all right yes. we appreciate that support we'll catch y'all next week all right. catch y'all next week peace all right. later